Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 7 The World of the Culture of Heart. All humankind must engraft onto God's heart through the true parents. From God's point of view, this is a fallen world. In relation to God, there were no sons and daughters of filial piety, no patriots, saints, or divine sons and daughters. God desires to save humankind, yet people lived below the realm of the fall, and God could not have anything to do with the fall and its realm. Thus God waited for the day, the Messiah, as the perfected Adam and perfected Eve, who stand in a position above that of fallen Adam and Eve, could establish their family and become the true parents. Only on the foundation of that family can true children appear. In a nation based on that family, true patriots can emerge. When their foundation expands to the world level, true saints will come forth one after another. When expanded to the cosmic level, divine sons and daughters will appear. The representatives of heaven, heaven's heirs, will appear only on the basis of the true family. Originally, the words parents and children denoted the first parents and their sons and daughters. They were meant to create a family and a nation. Although they could not do so, still all people yearn for a world of peace. Yet a world of peace could not be realized, even through the advanced secular institutions and the high level of culture in today's developed nations. The only way is through the culture of true love that is taught by the true parents. Even if the true parents appear with a straw mat, carrying a bag of tattered rags, wearing discolored clothing, and in total exhaustion after emerging from a bottomless pit, fallen people have no other choice except to engraft to the heart of God through those true parents. How deeply should fallen human beings be engrafted to God's heart? They need to be born again through the womb of true mother after first establishing the condition of engrafting to true father's body. Once we are reborn, we have to live with the absolute standard of attendance to true parents. However, it does not end there. Fallen people need to expand the condition by building relationships with their close relatives and with members of their clans and communities. Further, they have to set the condition of building relationships of heart with their people and nation, the world, the cosmos, and ultimately God. Then God will say, You are my son, or you are my daughter. Those who establish relationships based primarily on self-interest have nothing to do with God. Ladies and gentlemen, God conceived the term true parents in his mind before the creation. All the ideals connected to God's creation began from the ideal of true love, which originates from true parents. Thus, even before the creation, the term true parents inspired hope, hope that God treasured. Countless people throughout the course of God's providence lost their lives before God could send the true parents. God established and worked through various religions at appropriate times in the course of this providence. Thus, among religions, there are different levels and types. 
religions on the level of angels, Cain type, Abel type, adopted son type, illegitimate son type, foster parents type, on the level of true mother and on the level of true father. When we look at the history of Christianity, we see that if Abel type Protestantism and Cain type Catholicism had cooperated, they could have brought together all religious fears that were independently working for the sake of the salvation of humanity. Once they had spread throughout the various cultural spheres and areas of the world, they would have brought about a unity that would have been in accordance with God's overall will. Christianity was supposed to have then established one nation and one world, that is, a world of peace. That is because Christianity was supposed to be the mainstream which would have brought all religions together. Vertical and Horizontal True Parents God is the vertical true parent. How wonderful it would be if God, the vertical parent, could produce children in the spirit world. However, having children in the spiritual realm is impossible. That is why God created Adam and Eve horizontally in the position of the true parents of human beings. He created them as a production line to generate the citizens of the heavenly kingdom. A vertical line has only one focal point. Consequently, it cannot engage in reproduction, which requires three dimensions. The area needed for reproduction is created only when the vertical line meets horizontal lines thus creating the dimension of space. God does not give birth to babies. Parents do. Accordingly, God is the vertical true parent of humankind, and Reverend and Mrs. Moon stand in the position of the horizontal true parents of humankind with a 90-degree angle to the vertical. The true parents together represent the long-awaited Savior, Messiah, and Lord of the Second Advent. Their teachings fulfill the purpose of religion. When we find and attend the vertical true parent and horizontal true parents and have children of true love, what else could there be? True parents denote the Savior, Messiah, and Lord of the Second Advent. That is why in the spirit world, the representatives of the five great religions, the saints and sages, and even the people considered the most evil in history, such as Stalin and Hitler, have now proclaimed that Reverend Moon is the Savior of humankind, the Messiah, the Lord of the Second Advent, and the True Parent. They have been sending a series of resolutions from the spirit world, declaring their resolve to devote their lives to the practice of my teachings. The love of these two parents is absolutely necessary for creating new life. One parent is our Heavenly Father, the Lord of creation, who is the vertical and invisible true parent. The second parent is the horizontal true parents who have appeared on earth in substantial bodies to establish God's ideal of creation. God stands as the true parent in the position of the mind and the horizontal true parents stand in the position of the body. Although human beings are descended from the fall, we were created originally with a dual structure so that we can resemble the original parents and freely convey and enjoy vertical and horizontal love. Our mind, our heart, is our vertical self. To this day, people live in distress because they do not have a correct understanding of the mind. 
Buddhism, and Confucianism have struggled to clarify the identity of the mind and heart. However, it is impossible to understand the heart without correctly understanding the identity of God. My teachings clearly explain the identity of the mind and heart. In God's ideal of creation, a person's mind and heart resides on the vertical true love axis and can position itself by relating with true love on the horizontal plane. God's true love connects the front and back, increasing in intensity to establish the spherical and three-dimensional ideal. In this way, the mind and heart is never exhausted, no matter what direction it moves. It is always ready to activate its force. Also, that which it dislikes or which is wrong has no room to enter. There is no contradiction whatsoever. The vertical self and the horizontal self become one, centering on God's true love. The reason your heart even now is in a state of conflict and contradiction is because, due to the fall, the vertical and horizontal lines do not intersect at the 90-degree angle necessary for true love to take root. Put simply, without God's true love, the complete unity of the mind and body can never come about. Regarding the issue of ownership, all things originally belonged to human beings. Mind-body unity creates a realm of original ownership that is centered on God's love. This is totally opposed to the sphere of Satan's accusation from the fall. Heaven will allow you to take ownership again only after God advances to the position where he can declare ownership based on the absolute standard. In other words, you have to completely offer all that you own to God and receive his affirmation. Then you can receive ownership from heaven through the true parents on earth. Because of this heavenly law, I have refrained from selling anything that I bought, even though it often meant financial hardship. Without the proper procedures for disposal through the true parents, nothing is to be sold. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not just isolated individuals. Live with the conviction that you are the central point representing the entire world. If you do, you can realize that ideal. Actually, everyone should live with that kind of conviction. The children represent the parents, and the parents represent the family. Further, because you stand on the solid foundation of my victory on the world level, it is only logical that all of you should inherit my heart and become my representatives. Loving Nature as Your Friend Your efforts and endeavors are acts of creation. Live your life with love, and you can work all your life with joy and feel no fatigue. Live your life with love, and you will seek a way to experience the world of God's true love and give comfort to God. Try to live with the mindset that the things created by God are souvenirs from heaven. Then everything becomes a hobby. If you do, then all directions, north, south, east, and west, front and back, left and right, will open up to you. Because I have this mindset, I love nature. I have spent time in nature throughout my life and made nature my friend. I have traveled all the five oceans and the six continents. 
All of you should go to every river and mountain and live there. All of you ought to be like me and seek out nature with God's love and make it your friend. All of you should live with the heart that you will liberate nature, which still dwells in the realm of lamentation without an owner. Thus we see the necessity for the unification movement's Sun Tzu Won mountain hiking program. It is a wise way to escape from the patterns of urban life that render us captive to its corrupt culture and enslave us to an individualistic, self-centered life. The urban lifestyle pollutes the environment in many ways and even obstructs the emotional development of our children. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on The True Revolution of Heart and the Opening of the Era of True Liberation and Complete Freedom. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.